everybody, I'm Mitch Goldich, and welcome to episode 18 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. Thanks, as always, to everyone who has subscribed to the podcast in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play, and especially anyone out there who has left a rating and a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. You can do it on your phone and computer, and those are always really appreciated. Uh, it's been a lot of fun so far. I've done one episode so far in 2018, but it's cool to see the stats for January and just how many people are going back and listening to all the old episodes. I'm guessing a lot of people are going back and starting from the beginning and catching up. So if you want to do that, you can do the whole thing in less than four hours, which is one of the nice things about doing all these short episodes. And the usual reminder that you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram to catch every episode and also food pictures, which is the most important thing. So just search for Mitch Golich on all three places and you should be able to find me. Now let's roll right into it. I am solo today, no guest, but I want to tell you about a meal that I had at a place called, and I just realized right before I taped that I'm not 100% sure how it's pronounced. Uh, I think it's Mascarum, but it could be Mescarem. I'm actually not sure, but uh, either way, you'll be able to see how it is spelled in the podcast. If you're listening to this, you've already seen how it's spelled, so the pronunciation shouldn't matter. But it is an Ethiopian restaurant, and it is in Manhattan, uh, down in the village. It was my first time there. It's actually been a long time since I had Ethiopian food, my, the first Ethiopian place that I've been to since moving to the city. Um, it's a, a pretty small place. They don't have a ton of tables. It was there. Uh, I was there on one of those snowy nights when everyone was really bundled up in coats and scarves and hats and everything when it was like below zero. And so it just felt really crowded because everybody, uh, you know, had all their uh, all their coats and things and, and it was a little bit packed in. But uh, once we sat down, it was fine. It, it's kind of an easy place to miss because it's actually underground where, uh, you know, the, the door from the street, you go down the stairs. So it's kind of like a little bit hidden. Uh, so I don't know if it's like a hidden gem in the city or if it's just uh, just a place that happens to be mostly underground. But I was there with a group of friends. We had uh, one friend from out of town who was visiting and another friend of mine, Jackie, says that this is literally her favorite meal in the city. So I had never been there and then we said, okay, well, we've got to try this Ethiopian place. And Sam, my fiance, who you've met in a few episodes now, she has actually been to Ethiopia and said that this place, she's a fan of it and it's very authentic. Uh, I think it's her favorite Ethiopian place in the city, although I'm not sure how often she's been there either. But uh, so if you've never had Ethiopian food, from what I gather, this is a place to go in the city in New York and a, a good spot to get that authentic experience. Like I said, it was my first time having it in a while, and so it's hard for me to compare it to other places. But overall, my experience was good. I definitely enjoyed my meal. Uh, I want to be careful. I think sometimes I've been told I have a, a habit of overhyping things, and I know that a lot of the meals that I've had so far on Mitch Eats Food, I've been very passionate about and excited to talk about. Uh, so I, I don't want to overhype it too much, but this was a good meal. I definitely liked it. Um, and I'll tell you about it. I don't know uh, if you're all familiar with Ethiopian food, but one of the big things about it that makes it stand out is that you are meant to eat with your hands. So it's typically, uh, they have this bread, it's called injera. And it's a sourdough flatbread, and typically uh, the the they have different kinds of meals. But one of the most common sort of uh, styles is for uh, a meat or a stew. But it's something that it's kind of thick, and it's meant to be scooped up with the bread and eaten. So I got a combo meal because, of course, I did. I wanted to try five different things on the menu, and so you uh, you get an idea of the size of the portions. Uh, knowing that I got to try five different things. So I will get to those in a little bit, but just to explain, it comes with the injera, and uh, it, it's, like I said, it's a, it's a flatbread, and it's interesting because it's very spongy. And the texture, it's much more textured on one side. It comes, they gave me this uh, oval-type plate, 
and then the the flatbread sort of it covers the entire plate and it's folded over. It was so big that it didn't even the entire thing wouldn't fit on the plate unless it was folded over and to the point where it's hanging over the side of the plate basically touching the table. Maybe if you're a germaphobe, uh, beware a little bit. But, um, you know, so it's folded over. And on one side, they've got this really textury thing that looks like a sponge. And then the other side was more flat and looked kind of like the same texture as a pancake or a, uh, some other flatbread that you're more uh, familiar with seeing. So mine just came as one big flatbread with five sort of uh, piles or sections uh, let's call them piles because that's kind of what they looked like to me. So five different piles just uh, in their own little spot on my plate. And then you're just ripping off pieces of the injera and dipping and scooping. And then it actually came with uh, – they for the table, they brought some extra injera so that as you're eating the one that's on your plate that's holding on your uh, your meals, you can also go back and, and have more if you want more of it or you just – you know, if you're leaving the injera that you have to cover the plate and you want a different separate piece to go and, and scoop some of the uh, meat or veggies. So let me get into the five things that actually came in my combo meal. And uh, they had a bunch of different choices. A lot of them sound similar and they were just kind of different meats and spices. And one of the things that I really like about it, just looking at the menu and, and with the meal that I got is just how many different seasonings and flavors they have. I got ginger and garlic and curry and onion and it was just uh, this is true of most combo meals, but especially here at an Ethiopian place, it was great just seeing how many different kinds of flavors I got to try at once. So they had all these options, and there was one combo. There were a couple of different combos, but there was one that had five different things, and I think it was actually called the Mescarem Combo. Uh, it was. Now I'm looking at the menu. And so I figured, okay, that's the meal that I have to get. So it came with five dishes. One was a prime beef that was then uh, sautéed, and it, was, it looked like a stew because it was – uh, big chunks of beef that was in kind of a red sauce. And then there was one that was a ground beef cooked with butter and garlic finished with curry. And this was actually just kind of um, <laughs> this one. Of all of them, this was the, the most interesting looking in that it was really just like a pile of seasoned ground beef, which uh, kind of when you're describing it might not sound like the most appealing thing. But, um, you know, it was honestly, it was just a pile of ground beef. And then you just eat it, you you scoop it up with the injera. And it was really delicious. The seasoning was so good. Um, I think the the red one that was kind of the beef in the stew might have been my favorite. And then the, this seasoned beef, the second uh, meat dish I had, might have been my second favorite. Then the third one was another prime beef dish, which was uh, seasoned with garlic and onions and ginger. But then it was served with collard greens. And the beef was mixed up in the collard greens. It wasn't like on a bed of it. Uh, just all the flavors were totally mixed in together. And, uh, you know, it's important to get some veggies since my first two were sort of just uh, just meat. But the one in the collard greens, also really good. And then the final two things that I had came from the vegetarian section of the menu. And um, to be honest, I'm not sure which was which. <laughs> one of them, they're both uh, primarily made of lentils. One was the orange one and one was the yellow one, which you'll be able to see in the pictures if you look them up on my Instagram or my Facebook page, um, where the first three, it's easy to tell which is which, and then these were tougher. But one of them was lentils with ginger and garlic and onions and curry, and then the other one was lentils with garlic and onions and this uh, Burberry sauce, B-E-R-B-E-R-E, -E -E. and honestly, I, uh, I should have looked that up. Uh, maybe I will now because I'm not 100% sure what that is actually, but again, that was one of the things that I liked about it was just trying a lot of different spices and, uh, you know, similar flavors and ingredients, but just uh, a wide range of getting to try all of them. And that's what I like typically about a combo meal. I feel like anytime there's a dish that is named after the restaurant, that's the one that I'm tempted to get. I'm sure that's not my first time saying this on this podcast, 
So, you know, if I go to Mescarem, I got to get the Mescarem combo. As far as how I felt leaving, it was it was pretty filling. Um, my biggest complaint, I'd say, is in portion size, which, again, is probably a, uh, a frequent comment uh, on my part. Uh, it's definitely the kind of place you don't leave hungry because they give you as much of the injera as you want. And so it's definitely easy to fill up on that and, and eat a lot of the bread. But uh, I kind of wish that I had filled up by eating more of the uh, the meat dishes and the, the lentil dishes and things like that. Um, but, you know, because I definitely cleaned my plate and ate all of that. And that was actually one of the best bites of the whole meal was the very last couple bites of injera because all of them are, uh, you know, they're, they're dripping in different sauces. And then the sauce just seeps into the spongy injera. So for a while, you're uh, peeling off pieces and then scooping and eating, and then at the very end, you're left with this injera that's just kind of soaked in whatever sauce was uh, in the, the dish that was above that part of it. And so that was one of the highlights of the meal was just this last bite where it's just this, uh, the delicious flavors and seasonings just in the injera. So even if you think that you're done because you've eaten your meat dish or your lentil dish, uh, those last couple bites are great too. But that being said, I probably would have been happier having a little bit more. Um, you know, I don't know if it was the kind of, if they'd had like a lunch portion and a dinner portion or, uh, you know, I was there for dinner, but if that's the way you name it, basically the Mitch sized portion, I definitely would have opted for that. Uh, I also want to, uh, talk about what I had to drink because I had an Ethiopian beer, which I, I don't think I've ever had this particular, uh, beer before, but I think they only have one beer on the menu because the waitress, uh, came around asking for drinks and I, uh, somebody else ordered before me, the, my friend Jackie, who it's her favorite restaurant. And she said, I'll have a beer. And then that was kind of it. If you order a beer, you're getting the one kind of beer that they have. So I ordered a beer as well. And they brought me a St. George beer from the Kombolcha brewery. Uh, I looked it up later on a beer app and I mean, I could read the label too, but it was basically, it was a pale lager and, uh, it was fine. It was nothing to write home about. Um, you know, I, I didn't think it was anything special, but it was also, uh, you know, I just kind of was happy to have a light beer. It was 4.7 ABV and it was, uh, it was just a greasy meal that I'm eating with my hands and it was just nice to have some kind of a light beer to wash it down with. So I, I think I said the same thing about Claw Daddy's when I went there and I tried the Claw Daddy's beer, uh, because, you know, I'm there, I want to try the local thing, uh, the, the beer that has the name of the place on it, uh, or the beer that, uh, that they serve from their country. And again, you know, I didn't need a, the most delicious beer when you've got this really flavorful meal in front of you. I was just looking for something light to wash down with. So did the job. So thank you to St. George uh, Brewery or St. George Beer from the Kombolcha Brewery for uh, sending your beer stateside so that I could try it with my meal. And overall, that's my impression. It was good. It was not my favorite meal in the city like Jackie, but it was definitely good to try. And if you want to try Ethiopian food or you've never had it before or you're in the city and you want to give it a shot, then uh, I think this is definitely a good spot to go because from what I'm told, this is definitely representative and authentic and it's a good spot to go get a meal. Most of the meals, by the way, $12, $14, $16. $16. I think that mine with the meal and the beer and tax and tip and everything ran me about $23, $25. So uh, not a bad deal for a, a meal and a beer. And that is going to do it for episode 18. Like I said, a quick one today, just me. So thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. You can follow, you can subscribe in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. You should definitely write a review in iTunes. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Let me know your favorite episodes so far, your favorite guests that I've had, where I should go next. Definitely appreciate all those, especially the five-star ones, which help other people find the podcast and uh, help other people who might come across it. Maybe they'll be more interested and more willing to check it out when it's got more reviews. You can also follow me at Mitch Goldich on Twitter and Instagram. You can search Mitch Goldich on Facebook. 
where I've got pictures and you can leave comments. Finally, you can email me at mitcheatsfood at gmail.com if you have any thoughts that are too long for social media or, uh, or any other reason that you want to send me an email. And lastly, why don't you tell your friends so that more of them join us and the podcast can keep growing in 2018. Thanks a lot, and I will talk to you again real soon. Yeah.